and three, two, one, and we're off. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, sports fans around the world, I'd like to welcome you to the greatest podcast ever created. For the next hour, you'll be privileged privileged to mental, stimulating, provocative conversation. Let's go ahead and start the show. Greetings, cool kids. What's going on out there in cool kid world? We have a very special show for today. Um, the studio is finally up and running. We uh, got it up and running, and we shut shut it down due to a situation beyond the control. We're past all that now, and we are up and running. So this is the first recording in our brand new studio. Uh, all the latest equipment that is uh, not bought from Best Buy. So, <laughs> that voice you hear is my sound engineer and is also today's guest star. Um, he's not wanted, but uh, we will not disclose his information on the airways. So we're just going to call him DJ. And um, at some point, you're going to hear another voice in the background. Uh, he's related to DJ, so we're going to call him relative to DJ or just relative for short. All right, so there we go with that. So, how do we sound? Are we uh, HD, whatever, Dolby, whatever? Cool, great. So, what's going on, kids? How's everybody doing? <laughs> it's like, hear it. Uh, what's been going on? We just celebrated Easter, uh, that holiday, if you believe in it or not, and we'll get into that here in a little bit. <laughs> You know, um, in talking about it though, he, slept three, woke up on the he no, he woke up on the third. Uh, he wasn't asleep. I'm dead. What? Because we drink. Because technically, 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 like the the Lord, He said, you know, sacrificed His Son to to cleanse our sins. Mm-hmm. It's technically, a call. It's a, a death call. It's a death call. You did the fact that they consider the you know, bread to be the, the body of Christ. You eat the body of Christ. It's a death call. You drink the blood of Christ. It's a death call. We are way too early in the show for that conversation, but hey, no, 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 let's, let's speak on it. I'm just saying, right yeah. but, oh, no, somebody said right. something about it, and I said, well, we just saw I Easter. Easter. Yeah, I mean, and look, if it's, it's, it's so, let's jump. Jo- and we also just celebrated 420, also known as Hitler's birthday. Hitler's birthday. Yes, sir. Hitler. Yes, but. See, Kyle. Actually, I, I actually saw a short Happy video Kyle. on how 420 actually came about, and it was back in, like, the. The 70s when these this group of students at I can't remember what school it was. UC Berkeley. They wanted to. They, they was the, that 420 was the time they decided to meet up and have a smoke session, and it just happened so happened to, but it also so happens to be Hitler's birthday. All right, the book of knowledge here. Um, first of all, <laughs> to call religion or the Christian Christian religion a blood cult uh, teaches them. They certainly make a good argument. Um, <clears throat> I, I tell you this much. When you actually research 
you know, when you go into the story of Christ, the body of Christ, he died or sins, you know, arose from the, the, the entire story. The details that come out, they don't match with the story that's told. So you have to do your own research. And when you do your own research, you end up with more questions than you do answers. Like, Jesus is a Christian, leader of the Christians. But he died a Jew. So, you know what I mean? Like, And how to this day, the Jewish faith and the Christian faith do not see things eye to eye. Like, I mean, I mean, we give one night of presents and they get eight crazies. Okay. Um, I'm not. I have not searched it. You definitely, when we get back to that time of the year, you gotta look up ham sandwich. I heard fucking uh, Adam Summer Turkey sandwich song or whatever. Hoagies and grinders. Hoagies and grinders. Anyways, did a good point. I want to touch on this real quick. 420 was a couple of days ago. And I know you guys celebrated. I mean, we all did. Um, <clears throat> I like that. You know, we used to mix it in the shows now, but whatever. It, it brings up my point or my question to, to, start, to kick it off. We have one day that we celebrate the smoking of the ganja. Which still, in a sense, by rule of the federal government, is a level narcotic. So how is it that for one day we celebrate mind-altering substances, drugs, but for the 363 days of the year, you are crucified. Like, weed has now become a more social drug. But to do that, to, to say weed is okay now I'm socially acceptable all the other drugs got ratcheted up a notch to be like socially unacceptable like 10 years ago a crackhead was applauded today a crackhead you know what I'm saying like banished and the shit kicked out of him do you think that's fair? uh no okay short and sweet huh? I mean I mean like I believe I just read an article about uh, one of the provinces in Canada just legalized cocaine. Like, which is like, like you, you know that it is, it is technically, it is physically impossible to overdose on marijuana. Like they said, the only way to overdose on it is to smoke the entire body weight in one hour. Guess what? It, it ain't, you ain't never gonna do that. Cause guess what? You're gonna get to a certain point and you're gonna eat up every motherfucking thing in your kitchen you're and you're gonna pass out. But <clears> like, seriously, like, no, it's it's stupid. They call it the gateway drug, but it ain't no gateway drug. Like, I, you know, you know what the gateway drug is? Oh, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pussy. Pussy, yeah. Hey, man. What? No, what are you saying? What's the gateway drug? Yeah, Angel dust, man. That's a, that's a gateway. Wow. Um, that is. <laughs> <laughs> what you doing? I've done it. I've done. You've never done it. That's the one thing I haven't done. I've I've done the dust. Uh, the dust. Let me tell you, it it is it is a it's a trip, man. <laughs> you have duster. I did not know that was a thing until uh. 
it's okay. He's like, oh, so you just basically put this in your mouth. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, you, you, no. Yeah, no. I, I ended up uh, having to meet some people in Southern Illinois, and we had a mission. And uh, it was like, we got to get dusted off first. And, you know, I love seven dust, so I'm like, I think we're going to start rocking out and shit. This motherfucker's out of air duster can. I'm like, what the fuck? Right. And uh, then, you know, I mean, he turned it upside down and, like, froze his teeth. I'm like, what the hell? But you can actually lift it off that. But, uh, yeah. no, I've done the, uh, I've done the uh, pixie dust. Uh, it's a trip, man. College is a lot of fun. Um, I, I didn't go to college, so. I did. It was the best. I attempted to, but, you know, what? In, in, in my personal opinion, what the fuck does having to, to learn how to write an essay and shit have to do with, you know, how to, how to properly cook a medium rare steak with flambe and shit? Like, I wanted to be a, a chef, and they were trying to make me take reading, writing, and arithmetic. You stupid. No, it's like I'm wasting all my money just teaching me the fucking basics of cooking. The three A's. <laughs> the three R's. Um... That to tell to tell you like how fucked up our country is, you know our leader says the three R's: reading, writing, and arithmetic. Only one of the three start with R. Okay, so just keep that in mind. Um, college, the best three hours of my life, hands down. <laughs> um, and is weed the gateway drug? <laughs> I disagree. I say it is. I I, I say it is the gateway drug, and. If you look at it, look at your life before you start smoking weed. You were innocent. You probably like went swimming, you know, rode your bike, you know, maintained your weight. <laughs> Doritos can stay in the house, you know. But once you cross over into that world of you can't walk in the schnooks and buy this. There's an element that comes with that. There's a lifestyle that comes with that. There's a, 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 a level of danger that goes with that. So, to be accepted into that world, it's, it, it is, it's a bridge you got to cross over. And that's all back to my original point. It's like, we celebrate getting fucked up on 420. So, we're celebrating motherfuckers well, taking that walk down that bridge just crossed over. But, 421, you smoke a blunt and you're gonna get locked up. Just don't think that's fair. I, I totally, I totally agree with that. You got all these people locked up for, you know, some nickel and dime bags, but you know, you got, you got guys down the street that could be an unregistered sex offender, right? But they walk in the streets. And that's this guy that was in jail selling nickel and dime bags. Like, get the fuck out of there. That and that's what cracks me up, you know, especially in the state of Missouri. The, the the bond rate, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not talking to the punishment yet. If you sexually assault a child, your bond in the state of Missouri is going to be between this amount and this amount. And more often than not, more often than not, individuals that commit those crimes are white-collar individuals, so they can afford that. $25,000 bond of surety, you know what I mean, or $50,000 $50, cash or bar. Now, you get caught with four dime bags of weed, that's position one in 10. That is an automatic level, you know what I'm saying, grade two, level two felony. Your bond starts at what, 150 grand, 150 racks. 
Somebody's got four four dime bags in their pocket. They can't afford 150 mine. So the man that's sitting here trying to smoke a little blunt is locked up and stays locked up. Meanwhile, the man who touched the kids tonight gets to walk home scot-free. Whose trial gets pushed back for continuance or whatever. And next thing you know, it's two years where his case is even heard in front of a judge. And you sitting in the fucking county jail just rotting away, trying to wait for your fucking uh, preliminary hearing and shit. It just, it, we can have this conversation all day. Um, <clears throat> touch on some of the topics of today, like the violence. And I want to, not to make this a racial show, but since you know me, it's my show. Race is a shit. From a white guy's perspective, how do you feel about the violence that's going on, not only in the inner city, but overall in, in America today? It's like, it's, it's not good. Like, and I'm like, no, no, what I mean by that, it's like, did you see, you hear the news article about the kid, he pulled, uh, pulled in to the wrong driveway and got shot in the head. That is what we're speaking to. That is, that's what we're speaking to. And listen, I don't care what color you are. Like, I'm racist. I've said it on the show many times. I am racist as shit. I know it is what it is. To me, to pull a gun on an individual and shoot you in the head, then you hit the ground, then I shoot you again. That is some sadistic ass, sick ass shit. Like, that's some violence among. I mean, y'all know me. You know, like, I, hey, I've danced with the devil in the pebble. I'm like, you know, get it how you live. To shoot a person to begin with, that takes a level of sadisticness that's like... Without even, without even being like, yo, you in the wrong driveway, you at the wrong house. He told him, don't you not finna ever come back around here again. Pulls the trigger. Like, I spent the other day, I was uh, stumbled across a page on TikTok, and it was like, <laughs> ring came, no, but it was on the subject, it was on ring cameras. Mm-hmm. It's like, somebody's be, like watching these dudes and on ring cameras, like... People trying to break in houses, and then this one I saw is this lady. She she like lived in an apartment building, but she had a ring doorbell thing on her for her apartment. She took the trash out in the can, the big dumpster thing on the apartment the door. But you see, and there's like a truck, a truck. And she goes out trash can and comes back, and as she's coming back in, in, into the house, you see this hooded person come from behind the one truck, and then it starts to go in between up the truck, up towards the door to try to like. He was going to do some scandalous shit to her, but she got inside with the door locked quicker and, than he could get like get to her. Like it just and thank it, God it, for it. Shit's fucked up. And it fucks me up because like I, I got a you know I got a four month old daughter now. Like, Congratulations. I ain't, I ain't about that. I ain't about that life. Like look, you come on my property, I will call get, me. I'll give, I'll give you a warning <laughs> shot, and the warning shot will be like, hey motherfucker, what? you don't deserve to be here. This is not your property. Get the fuck off. And then if they proceed this, that's the warning shot is me telling you, hey, motherfucker, you take any more steps and threatening steps, they're going to be your last. You're the nicest, whitest person I know. I'm I just want you to know that. Little, I ain't just going to be like, yo, you ain't never come back around here. Shit, I will. I, and, and now, hold on. I'm not going to do that when I can clearly look in your face and determine if you're a kid. Well, right. Absolutely. You know, and, and, and I, let's be clear about that. This is a 16-year-old black kid. Now, we'll take race out of it for a second because I think the message is going to get lost in translation when you bring in that he's a black kid versus a white guy. A 16-year-old kid 
at seven o'clock in the evening. Sun's still out, so it's not dark, you know. Right. Rings the doorbell. Doesn't beat on the door. Doesn't just go in. He rings the doorbell and stands there. The gentleman comes to the door with the firearm. Says, Hey, you know if you come right here no more, and shoots. The kid is oh wait, let me tell you, this story gets better. Kid hits the ground, man shoots him again. The kid gets up, goes to the neighbor, asks never help, never says no. Goes to that neighbor, asks never help, never says no. Goes to that neighbor, asks never help, never says no. Finally, the fourth door, he just passed out. They find us. That was those people called the police or called the ambulance. So not only does this kid get shot, but he gets turned down for medical help or just assistance from a human to another human, three separate occasions. It's, it's put that in your pipe hole and smoke it. Is and as you're blowing the smoke out of that one, let's go up to New York. Where look, where you, how you put that? As you blow your smoke out, blowing the smoke out. Look, as you blow your smoke out, you know what I'm saying? Choking on this endocrinic smoke. Go to New York. With a little white girl. Look, cute little white girl. She tried to find his address. She finna walk with her homegirls tonight. Pulls into 413 Main Street. She's looking for 419 Main Street. Pulls, can't see the address. Like, oh no, it's not. This ain't the house. Goes back out. Dude opens the door, opens the house, the front door, and just unloads on this bitch and kills her. Like scary to think about because like that's the kind of shit that like I'll be having sometimes be having nightmares about like like this mother said he in fear of his life like it's, it's <laughs> fucked up dude so, like, like and this is not now this doesn't have to do with like uh, a child being shot but like it's along the same lines I seen this video and this police officer was uh, going to a residence. I don't know what he was there for, what the car was, why he was there, but like you get to the, the front and there's a gate. And the front door's gate in, and then you see the walkway to the front door. Then there's the, you know, the cop goes into the gate, and there's two dogs, right? And they're, according to the homeowner, they're friendly as fuck. And the cop immediately felt threatened, and you just watch him. I'm like, dude, I had nightmares all night about that shit because you really watch the dogs lay over and then it's just like, I'm just like, bro. I was like, I was like, just... Now, I know two sides, two, two, both sides of the coin and it's the whole thing situation fucked up. But the one that I know for a fact uh, and why I'm so glad they did away with no-knock warrants. Uh, I believe this was in Georgia um, a couple years ago. But man, man, this dog sleeping. I mean, right. dude's a fucking former vet and shit, like paranoid vet. We got guns in every inch of the fucking house. Uh, here's a buff in the night. Gets the dog. It was pitch black in the small house. Man sitting there waiting. I mean, for it's easy shoot, easy shadow. He's shooting. <clears throat> sees a shadow. The dog sees a shadow. Dog attacks. Some dude shoots dog. Homeowner shoots dude. Dude's people shoot dude. This is fucking narcotic force serving a no knock warrant at the wrong address. Yeah. Dude, that's, yeah. And you got dude and dog. No, I think the dude survived. I think dude survived and he died like a couple of days later or a couple of weeks later or whatever. Like he yeah. made it, but then like, you know, he was fucked up. That's crazy. But yeah, you sleep. Two minutes ago, you sleep. 
Now, you laid up with fucking four hot ones in your ass, your dog is dead, and your house is full of cops for none I warrant, and they are at the wrong, complete wrong address. Yeah, like, like, and it was all predicated because the dog saw the shadow and bit dude. That's fucked up. Right. The dog did his job, and for that, the whole situation went sideways. Now, the other side of that coin, I was uh, with some friends. We was doing some shit we shouldn't have been doing. And, you know, we was running. And the cop clearly says, y'all motherfuckers better come out of there. I'm going to let the dog go. And <laughs> we ain't coming out. And here comes this motherfucking big ass dog. And he mauled the shit out of my homeboy. To the point my homeboy is like, fuck this man. And he pulled out a little switchblade and fucking gutted the damn dog. That nigga is still locked up to this day. And that shit happened, not to get my age away, but uh, I was a teenager when that happened. And... That nigga is still locked up for murder of a police officer or murder of a public official to this day. And I, I don't think that his face is even healed all the way from that fucking, from the dog mauling. And this was that many, this was many, many years ago. That cop literally let that dog just maul the shit on my own boy. Like, he, he did that out of self-defense. Like, this dog is going to kill me if I don't do something. And he, he did, he gutted the dog. And, but, dogs were bad. So, that is that is murder of a public official. That is 35 years. <laughs> yeah, that shit's fucked up. Yeah, I think it was about 30, you got 30, 35 ball. Like, it's crazy. I somehow fucked up my TikTok algorithm because I, I liked a couple of these, like, posts where they did, like, these are, uh, they're, they're called auditors or like doing stuff and videotaping and they're kind of trying to provoke, you know, trying to nationally provoke cops to like break the law and shit. But there's like, I see like at least three or four in the last couple of days where the, the cops got warrants and they go in and they're fucking, there's in the one that really hurt the most was this um, middle aged, I guess she was a middle aged black woman by herself. And it was her and her husband, and the cops are going for a search and seizure warrant, and they're kicking in the door, and they're searching the whole house, and she's standing there naked, wrapped up in a fucking blanket, mm -hmm. crying, bawling her eyes out, saying, you got the wrong address, it's, and then it's upstairs, and, and then the cops, at the end, they're just like, you can see in their eyes, they're just like, yeah, we fucked up. You, the, the story of Breonna Taylor, you know, and I don't get into the whole... You know, black lives shouldn't be. I mean, we've been getting killed by white people, so I don't know what makes today different or whatever. But to tell Breonna Taylor's story, that's the one that I can't. You are in your living room, fresh home from a dispatcher from police, Breonna Taylor, and they kick her door in, another, another, no, not one, and gun her down in her living room. 13 shots in her ass. I, 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 that and those cops were clear to that shooting, you know. And then even more recently, the kid, the black guy, they he he's got. A, I, don't, I don't know what the hell this nigga was on. He had to be high. He's speeding with a ski mask on. Cops get behind him, and they show the video. It appears to be a shot. It 
the niggas doing like 90 in the fucking Chrysler. So, you know, in the video. <laughs> that's crazy. He did, that's why. I mean, he did. It's like right in front of the spike strip or whatever. <laughs> like it's a Chrysler. Just follow it. It'll die. <laughs> yeah, that's a but like you see this random like these all these lights from this one driving on the highway and shit and for some how they got video footage of this you just see one like tracer <laughs> just, just like that's the mother right there anyway mm-hmm. so the nigga gets out and takes off running no gun on the cops shoot 94 fucking times hit this nigga 67 times right they're all clear to the shooting. It was a good shoot. In that case, 50 Cent can't be scored. I shot nine times. I'm like, 50. This guy shot 64 times. Oh, I, I got it. That's fucked up, though. 50, 50, look, I love 50 just much the next man, but when you tell people where to shoot you and they shoot you, that's not getting shot. Nah. That's the. Like, you look, that? now, now, look. This man I'm about to talk about, he may be, may be a little on the creepy side nowadays, but like, as early days, like, man, I thought he was a real G. And that's, that's Kanye. Because, like, he literally, like, like, dude, when he dropped his first album, like, that dude, I was just like, God damn. I was like, I just got, got something, but then the money, come on, Kanye, it was like, just, like, hey, but like, because, like, this Kanye right here, but like, what you talking about, like, getting shot, like, dude, 64 times, though, bro. 60. I can't even think, I could, dude. Like, 64 times, you ain't even got time to just lay there, bleed out, and cry for your mom. Like, here's, here's the thing. It's fucked up. If you think about it, I mean, we all know what a gunshot sounds like. You know, we've all been around guns. You know, we've heard, we heard gunshot. You think of the impact that one gunshot sounds, or what that impact has. You hear this 94 times by police officers. That alone. You know, like, all these mass shootings and stuff, We everybody's got, you know what I mean, clips for days, bullets for days, whatever. Ain't nobody shooting that many rounds, you know? They, like, you get a, what, one clip, one thirty-one clip, and then you either got to take cover or you gun down yourself. Yeah. 94. And then you hit only two-thirds of your bullets. Like, you now you just wasting taxpayer dollars. Fuck man. that. He's, look, look. <laughs> but no, but I'm, I'm serious. No, yeah, like, no, that's fucked up. I, I have I have a, a, a lady. Her name's Mabel. I don't bring her out no more because of the story I'm going to tell. Oh, Me and Mabel was out one night, and some niggas wanted to run a goddamn mile. I teach them over the lesson. They sit down range, left a couple hot ones. Ta-da, ta-da, ta-da. <laughs> now, Mabel can spit, boy. Yeah. And I know I shot five times. People came out with the little placards and shit, you know. It's like, well, we know the bullets are here. There's one shell case. I don't know how I let the fucking shell. Uh, whatever. They found a bullet down there a half a mile away from what I'm going to shoot at. Clear night. You know what I'm saying? No, nothing, nothing. That motherfucker straight traveled. My point, if there's nothing in the path of that motherfucking bullet, that motherfucker's going to go. If you are a trained officer enough to you are allowed to carry a firearm amongst the public, mm-hmm. and you fire, and you only hit your two thirty. <laughs> you gotta apologize for. Uh, he's got Tourette's. Uh, <laughs> well, he's, he's right though. I mean, you call him medic. You only hit two thirds your targets, and some poor lady gonna get smoked in the back of her neck, like <laughs> a quarter mile away. I mean. 
Yeah, that's that's ninety four shots. And, and, and yes, ladies and gentlemen, that was a machine gun sound effect. It's not like a um, Mac 10, I'm not really sure. So, it's kind of fucked up. It's right. like you got this, there we go. Start with this sound effect here. Oh, good. Okay. And then you can come in with this sound effect. This is beat making one on one. We're giving people like uh, post traumatic stress disorder syndrome shit. And then I'd be on the microphone, like, ladies and gentlemen, we're here in the, uh, we're here right in the hot zone. This is Ronald Martin, Channel Seven Action News. We are right in the thick of it. Oh my God, look at them right there. There's your sailor. Helicopters flying over, and then you quickly come out with that one, and you drop this one, and you just breath. That's 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 some that's some midnight shows up, boy. <laughs> but then you could you could easily go back and get like oh shoot over the box side. Just to let you guys know, this is not real, okay? Like I'm not recording while I'm doing this, okay? Like, <laughs> no, it's just some sound effects that I have from a, from a, a company that I'm and it's like I asked them all the time. I'm like, Green earth, do we have? Look at my next commercial. Why do we have sound effects enough that I could literally trigger any Vietnam thing? Like, yeah. like, like, it's messed up. I mean, five people that listen to the yeah. show just had them on for episode. Well, now, the air raid siren, though, I used to use that when I was there. That's party time. Like, uh, like uh, 5K, 10K races, that'd be, in, you know, you get some places with like, a little gun. I know a homeboy uh, we used to have a trap house and uh, when they, people hit the block he hit the air raid sign. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take this time to uh since we probably scared off half our listeners. <laughs> we gotta pay a tribute to our sponsors. Today's show is sponsored by Anchor.fm. I think Anchor.fm is not in existence no more. Uh, it is all it was owned by Spotify. I think Spotify take it back over because now if you type in Anchor.fm, they redirect you to Spotify for podcasters, so it's Spotify or Spotify, whatever. But we will always pay homage to Anchor because that's what got me started. That's just, you know, the best of the best, if you ask my opinion. So shout out to Anchor for what you did for me personally. You know, give away, give homage, pay, move forward to Spotify. You want to start a podcast like mine and it's little as easy as 15 minutes free of charge, go to SpotifyPodcast.com. And as little as 15 minutes for a podcast just like mine. <clears> There's <throat> Spotify. Uh, great company. Tip broadcast to them every chance I get. You know, I get music, podcasts, entertainment. If it's not on TV, they got it. So um, take it from your boy Midnight. You want a podcast like me? Go to Spotify Podcasters. Um, like I said, free charge. They distribute your podcast on many platforms. And as little as 15 minutes. We are also sponsored by Whiskey. I tell you who loves to be a part of the party. Whiskey. Them. <laughs> we are also sponsored by Butin. Damn right. <laughs> Butin. Enough <laughs> said. Monster Energy. It's great. So it's nature. It's great. 
and our newest and latest sponsor, BLM. <laughs> Bowel movements that last a lifetime. <laughs> When you see BLM, think of all movements. There you go. <laughs> Got to get sued. All right, so the bills are paid. So we had a conversation the other day, and I've been dying to get to this so much. You are a very progressive individual. Like, you see the good in the world, and you wish and want nothing but good for people. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <clears throat> like, uh, you know, hate's such a strong word, you know? Oh, I mean, I may, you, you, you say I make a fair assessment of people, yeah, I don't judge a book by its cover. And I, you know, I do. There may, be, there may be some people that I may not like you, but it doesn't mean that I hate you. I just may not like you. Now, you may be able to, to do something and, and completely turn that chain around. And I'm like, man, you know what? I like you now. I do not trust Asians, and I don't hate. The fuck, what the Chinamen do to you? I don't know. I I, I don't know. Wait, wait, you don't like the fried rice? I like the fried rice. You, you don't like the fried rice? I just do not trust Asians. What you want, pork or chicken? You know, shrimp, cause that is cat meat, and well, like I don't. Shrimp, shrimp fried rice, and I get the shrimp if you young. I get the uh, shrimp and lobster sauce. And I really should, you ever the shrimp St. Paul? Yeah, dog. But I always gotta remember, cause usually when I go in there with the St. Paul's, I'm always high in the motherfucker. Some good ass crying, and I always forget to tell them the pickle. Because, like, some people, like, I don't know what it is, but, like, pickles just kind of fucking fuck up the sandwich for me. And, like, are you crazy? Pickles, is a sandwich and a sandwich are the pickle. I love pickles, but just not on sandwiches. Now, are you one of those that, like, eat the pickle on the side? Not even then, no. I'm just one of those guys that every once in a while I get a little jar and I eat a few pickles. Now, now, I do have to say, I do have to thank, do have to thank the black man. You're welcome. Because if it weren't for the black man, I had no idea what the fuck a St. Paul sandwich was. I'm dead. Dead shit, dead serious. <laughs> a friend of mine like, dude, he started talking about a St. Paul sandwich. I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, a sandwich from a church? He goes, no, no, no. He goes, next time you're at a Chinese place, if you see it on the menu, he goes, order it. And I'm like, I'm like, bro, what the fuck is a St. Paul sandwich? And he's like, do you eat the egg fruit young? I'm like, goddamn right. He's like, it's egg fruit young on white bread with mayonnaise, lettuce, and pickle. I'm like, this segment is brought to you by black men. Like, the hell with the cotton gin or peanut butter or anything George Charles Chicago invented. The pork St. Paul sandwich. But seriously, I was like, that's okay. And I remember the very first time I had it, not even ordered it without the pickles. Well, I, I tell you, okay, so in trade, I want to thank the white man for inventing spinach artichoke dip. Oh. I, I, I know what my brothers have made that shit, and, you know, if there was one thing that y'all made, the fire. I, I mean, I don't do the appetizer thing when, when I go out to eat, because I think that's just, you know, too much. But if you got spinach, spinach artichoke dip on your, on your menu, I'm getting that shit. I'm, I'm getting, let me get two bowls, all right? It's in my top five of, like, when it comes to, like, whether you chips and dip, or you do, because I've been to places where they give you, like, thick pieces of pita bread, baby. Peter bread. Yeah, like you ever had you ever Peter bread? Like, no, nah, those places I'm not allowed in. I mean, I mean, like, <laughs> like I mean, I'm, okay. I mean, there's, there's, a, there's a, there, you, you know the hockey player Tony Twist? I do. 
He um he had and back at some time he had a line of uh, bars that he opened up and they were called Twisters. Twisters. And I happened to be in that town one time and I went in and I was drinking all evening and I just thought I was like, man, I got hungry. I saw on the menu that they had the spinach or truck dip with big ass pita like pita like, chips. Yeah, but this wasn't chips. They were like it was almost like it's pita bread that they looked like they were just like the size of them were chips, but the mm-hmm. thickness was like pita bread. And it's it's dude, shit was fire. I used to be a kitchen manager at a place called Triad, and we served a crab dip and a spinach artichoke oh, dip. But uh, that crab dip was fire. Uh, we had real crab, uh, not fake crab meat shit. That's I don't you know here's here's a thumbs down to the white man. Whoever invented imitation crab meat needs to be slapped. Like, it's literally Alaskan Pollock, and then it's like looks like a, a dude. My parents growing up used to bring that shit home, and I literally eat it by the package. I don't know why I like the taste of it so much, but they'd be like, "Yo, I had that for something." I'm like, "Not anymore." My mom's putting our salad. I don't know why. <laughs> so like, <laughs> but anyway, we used to take pita bread and we cut it in uh, like cut like a pizza, like cross, 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 and you get little triangles. <clears throat> and I've, I've eaten pita bread like that, but. I yeah, don't know, pita bread, yeah. <clears throat> That's like eating a falafel. You got the pizza. You, hey, don't knock it till you try it, dog. There ain't nothing wrong with falafel, man. Are you serious? <clears throat> Dude, falafel's the shit. We can, we can have a conversation about racism or food because I hate terrorists. And why are terrorists so terrorists? Because they eat crappy-ass food, like a falafel. But, be a, <clears throat> but it wasn't created by the terrorists, man. Dude, falafel. Like, man, you obviously went to the wrong place to get the falafel. I did. I did. That's probably why. I did. Well, it'd be like, it'd be like, look, if you was taking somebody for the very first time to have sushi, are you going to go to a place where you literally go and you stand in line and you order off the menu that's behind the counter? Like fast food, sushi? No. I'm taking the schnooks. Absolutely <laughs> fucking not. No, you're gonna take them to a place where they're gonna get real deal sushi. Like, There's a place uh, in Creve Core, off of Olive, little hole in the wall. They got some fire sushi. What's it called? <clears throat> uh, sushi place. I, I I really I have no idea. It's just it's next to the UMB Bank. Uh, it's the mobile UMB, UMB bank and then a strip mall. And it's just uh, right in the middle of it. It's a dingy ass storefront and it just has the word sushi in the window. Yeah. And hmm, if that ain't sus. Yeah. You know what I'm mean, saying? It's hella sus, but. It's sus. It's, I mean, look, it's so far and. It's all good. What, what, suspect, like. Yeah, but you said sush. Well, sush. Yeah, it's all good. I'd be doing the same thing all the time. Bro. I got that black folk language. <laughs> <laughs> Do you believe in voting? I mean, yes. Yes, but when it's done fair and honestly. Isn't that oxymoron? Like, fair, yeah. voting being not fair and honestly? I mean, I mean like, like, what's the, what's the point of making all these people vote if you're just going to turn around and, and jack the votes? Like, if you're there, literally, like, say you got a machine, and, like, you throw the thing out and you put it in the machine, but the machine literally doesn't do anything. It just literally just sucks these pieces of paper in, and they've already figured out what they're going to do. It's like, why vote then? To give the people hope. Yeah, I know, but if I'm, like, 
Let's talk about this like legalization of marijuana. Like if if you was saying, hey, we're gonna get the vote to whether it's legal or illegal, and, and all these people come out like, hell yeah, we gonna make it legal, and they're still like, no, no, it's illegal. Like, wait, <coughs> like it's. Let me tell you something, and to go to the story you told earlier about the the uh, the black woman, you know what I'm saying? Saying I got the wrong house. I went to Denver, uh, right when Denver got the whole green light and shit. <laughs> no pun intended, green. Uh, on the it's way to leaving Denver, yeah, I know, right? On the way leaving Denver, you see them mm-hmm. uh, on, the, on the bridge, all right? And they count for every seventh car that has out of state plates, you're getting pulled over no matter what. Mm. Look at the draw. Yeah. They have this church fan. <laughs> These old ass. Uh, you got these old white women in a church van on the side of the highway and lock their fingers half behind their back. <laughs> Both them two to three just tossing their clothes around. <laughs> That's messed up. And I tell that story because it's like, it's legal in Denver, but you better check your laws. It's legal for you to have a bag of weed. It is illegal for an officer to write you a ticket if all you're doing is just nothing with a bag of weed in your pocket. That is as far as that law goes. You know what I mean? There are some variables in there. You can have up to this amount or you can't, you mean? But if you got two ounces of weed in your pocket and a pocket full of money, tell my hair's a little dispensary, guess what? You finna go to jail, brother. So, you know, the whole... You ain't just gonna be rolling around with two ounces of weed in your pocket and a whole band full of money and be like, oh, sorry, this is weed to smoke and that's my paycheck. Like, right, no, that's just, they, they, they're not, no. I've seen that too many times on episodes of Cops where he'd be like, man, I just cashed my paycheck. Oh, yeah, so your paycheck was about seven grand? I've actually used that once and then that actually works until you go to court. And the judge says, okay, well, you provide your uh, show proof of your, uh, your, what's that, paycheck stuff. And we'll, you know, say refund your money. If not, you forfeit everything. And <laughs> it's like, oh crap. <laughs> uh, to me, voting is uh, not only do they know who they're picking and who's going to be in what particular elected office or elected position, mm-hmm. they already know what numbers they're going to put on your district to say who voted and what voted and you know what I mean mm-hmm. like that's already that's already set in stone etched and you know what I mean and if you don't think so Fox News just paid what was it and hey you know hey, hey no you're enemy no you're enemy but I'm just saying I'm just saying what's, what's, what, they, what Fox News paid and I'm, I'm but then again from all the big major, major news because they do they just feel the brainwashing and shit. Like, nah. brainwashing. Wow. We'll take this time. I'll take a quick commercial break. Or, sorry, not commercial break. Huh. Uh, come on, hard break. Uh, we're out to midnight my podcast. We'll be back after this. All right, and we're back. Um, <laughs> that first segment, we went well over 30 minutes. So we literally have like a couple minutes left. Uh, so quick news and notes. Uh, call the show 314-893-1732. 314-893-1732. That's all I got for you. <clears throat> all right, back to it. Um, 
We got literally like 16, 17 minutes left. I'm going to jump right on to the serious topic. Black Lives Matter. I didn't mean to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I did try not to. Black Lives Matter. When you hear that phrase, what comes to mind? Sorry, say that again. I was zoned out. When you hear the th- <laughs> you hear Black Lives Matter, you zone out. <laughs> no, because I was uh, no, I was thinking about something. Uh, uh, we'll get on that. Right. When you hear the term Black Lives Matter, the one word, the first word that comes to your mind is that's not a word. Yeah, I know. Do you talk to somebody with severe ADHD? You like put me on the spot, like I'm taking uh, a test. I'm like, okay. multiple choice. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll come. We'll, we'll come back. Okay, we'll come back. We'll Relative. You hear the term "Black Lives Matter." The first word that comes to mind is what? Okay, that's all right. I'm dead. He's this motherfucker. So, like for real, like. Honestly, what I think about is you know the Black Lives Matter movement is what spun off of that is all these other people that be like you know all lives matter. It's like no, you're not you're missing the point. Amen to that. I'm, I'm, you're I'm missing, glad you said that. The Thank point. you. It's not it's not all lives matter. It's the fact that when we start with with the, with the, with the Michael Brown, like mm-hmm. come on, man. And then you got the one guy. I mean, look, like look, I'm not gonna lie. If and now time out and I said this on the show if you are of black skin and in St. Louis which I am both and you hang out in a neighborhood called 6th District which I do mm-hmm. you have been in that move There, you have been body slammed face first into concrete <laughs> and an officer that is significantly larger than you has put his knee in the middle of the back of your neck yeah, oh no, I'm... That's like a rite of passage. And, well, uh, I've got a, a relative who's uh, one of the, uh, is, well, was, I'm not sure what you can say now, but a good friend of his <laughs> is a city cop, and that was his first district, his sixth. Yeah, I mean, it's a war zone down there. And now this, this possibly still be best friend, or maybe not, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. He's uh, the best... Uh, a helicopter pilot is one of the city cops who drives the bus helicopter. Oh, right on. And like, they actually did a story about him. Was there was like these two kids that decided to go down a river there, like in between Missouri and Illinois, and mm-hmm. got lost. And he, he, it's like if we don't land the sucker and get them, like that's it. And like, it was it was, it was dead. But but yes, no, I got I, I totally agree and. But also, I will say this, and this is a very slim chance that now you may not get the needle in the back of the throat, but if you're a white dude rolling through the 6th District, you're definitely getting you pulled over, yep. you getting your whole yep. search, yep. you getting yep. everything tore the fuck out of your car, yep. and when they don't find I, I, nothing, then the cops going to be like, they play right, something. get that shit back in your car. Yeah, and get the fuck out of here. And that is, to this day, I mean, uh, the, my, my kids uh, are, are white, and uh, their, their mother... Uh, took her down there a long time ago and told her, like, hey, you're lean back. Nah, I ain't worried about that shit. <laughs> and like 20 minutes later, 
<laughs> I mean, cuff slam boots, you know what I'm saying? And they're like, you toss her purse and everything, you know. It's, it's, yeah. If you're white, this is district, you can fly, you can fly it. That's just, it, it now, is what it is. What exactly did this, what municipalities are exactly in the 6th district? Or what area is Oh, uh, that's uh, Walnut Park, uh, Hyde, no, it's Walnut Park, O'Fallon Park, and uh, the start of Hyde Park. <laughs> okay. That's, so that's pretty much. You're on 70, that is West Flo Kings Highway, West Florissant, Union, Kings Highway, West Florissant, O'Fallon Park, Salisbury. Now, is uh, right there at uh, Lucas and Hunt 70, is that county or city? That's county. Okay. Now, that's another area that makes sense see that that's another area where you can be white and leave them this, this, the Circle K right there. Right on the hallway, right yeah. And get pulled over in this true story. Me and a dude. Literally just about six tens last week. Mm -hmm. So one week, and I can go rolling to the gas tank pulling. I get two one liters of Mountain Dew. Mm -hmm. I get a, I get a couple packages of Jellos, which back then I always put the Jellos in my pocket before I walk out, so it looks like I just got some dues. All right, get in the car, we buckle up, pull out of the Circle K, and then get onto the on ramp on Saturday and go westbound. Before I even get to halfway down the on ramp, I get swooped by six cops. Well, yeah, because you put your seatbelt on. Like, they... No, 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 no. <laughs> I already had the seatbelt on. So, and then, now mind you, I'm like 18, 19. Mm -hmm. And they, they, they pull my boy out of the passenger seat first. And he's got all the in his pocket. Literally just in 10 seconds to crack the door and pull up. And then they pull me out. And then, mind you, six cop cars. Mm -hmm. And. They're talking to him, and the one cop's harassing me. He's like, "What you out here doing? You, you smoking primos?" And at the time, <laughs> at the time, I had no, I'd never even heard of primos. I didn't know what the fuck. I didn't know what the fuck. Primos He's getting was. wet. And I was, and, and this cop's like, "You, yeah, you out here smoking primos?" And I'm like, "And the cop's like, dude, what's a primo?" And he's like, "Yeah, you out here smoking primos?" And I'm like, "Dude, what's a primo?" And finally, after about three, four minutes of him like. Trying to get me to say something incriminating, who realizes that I have no fucking idea what a fucking primo is. Do you know what a primo is? white dude who at the time lived in St. Charles County. So, do you know what a primo is today? Yes. Would you smoke one? You goddamn right. Yeah, that's my nigga. You goddamn right. <laughs> All day, every day. Now, now. Twice on Saturday. In the process of this one cop harassing me about primos, which I had no idea about, and then them talking to my boy, I noticed out of the corner of my eye, this other cop, this one was raving, and this was some chatter and all of a sudden he's just like hey you know, you know, and I just kind of mum some shit and I don't even know what the fuck they say but then he's just looking at me and my boy and then just the one guy that move he's just literally like dropping all over the ground he takes his boot and he just grinds him in and he's like yeah, get the fuck out of here and as I'm getting in the car I hear one of the cops scream as he's getting in his car stop smoking weed and I'm like <laughs> We get in the car, right, and fucking cops fucking zoom on by, and I'm still sitting on the on ramp. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? And I look at my dude, and he's like, man, now we ain't got no weed to smoke a blunt tonight, and B, let's smoke some blunts, we need to try for some tomorrow. And I was like, I'm definitely not turning around, going back to where we came. Hell no. So he's like, well, I know a back route we need to go. And what we do? We end up taking this a little bit longer than I hope, which was a back way. <laughs> Back to old dude's house where we got him. I was bored. He's like, bro, I'm in the last six more inches. <laughs> and then we get it. And I was like, all right, now. I was like, which way are we going to get back? He's like, all right, we're going to go this way. So we took the digger route to get there, the whole digger route to get out. But it's like, dude, like, literally, 
how you just go up there and it's all because of a white dude in the area and like look at that walking out with you man like, yeah the um they they are very racist over there um like, reverse you, racism you got damn it. um they they are um i and I, I know that area poor. I know the whole city personally. You know, I'm Mr. St. Louis. But uh, I used to, that, there used to be a car wash there on the right side of the property, <clears> all the way where the hill is. There used to be a car wash. There used to be an entrance to it, and behind it was the actual car wash. But where the where the entrance is, used to be pay phones. There used to be four on that side, and then the exit. Man, that's a flash from the past. Dude, I used to literally stand on that pay phone and act like I was on the phone. Like I, 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 think, I, I think you told me this story. Yeah. Just, just sing it, right? Yeah, just, just all day long, just, you know what I'm saying, 215. It's fucking crazy because I, I, I can relive that whole experience in my head. And not once, mm-hmm. not one time going in, pulling in the parking lot, going inside, coming out, did I see a cop car at all. So I'm like, where the fuck did these motherfuckers hide six cop cars in the fucking sleepy In cemetery? I mean, I, I they, yeah, in cemetery, they, they, uh, and the, the thing about it, and the, 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 the question that I ask myself, you know, <clears throat> am I a religious man? You know, do I believe in God? You know, is Jesus real? Did Jesus die and cross my sins or whatever? And yeah, yeah, just because it's, it's easy to say yeah, then to say no. But if there, if there is such a man, then that means there's somebody I can ask questions to. And I ask him, how is it that I got caught with, an ounce of weed broken down in the bags and similar to your story you know it was just thrown on the ground grounded up and you know saying told to go away but there's other individuals that i know they get caught with two bags and they get locked up for some distribution and if you think about it you know so how we said weed is legal now cool how many people have lost their life not necessarily by death, but just life is ruined because right. of the situation of I got three bags of weed that I just bought and just go on the smoke and just jump down. You lost, you, you, lost you, you lost your prestige. You yeah. lost, you know, because I, I don't care what nobody says. You know, the whole, I'm going to put this in your record, but can't I see it or this thing going in your record? No, it all goes. You know, the 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 parking ticket you got when you was 15, <laughs> parking at the mall, you know, saying on Christmas time, handicap. That's in your record. So, the, the the lives that have been fucked up, <clears throat> and even like today, with marijuana being legal, <clears throat> if you have, <clears throat> excuse me, shit, if you have a weed charge on your record, that doesn't automatically come off. You've got to petition the state, and the state will eva- <clears throat> evaluate your case, and they will determine if they will or will not. You know, now if your if your case meets certain criteria, nonviolent, that's your only offense, you know, and you've been clean ever since and you ain't got no trouble, yeah, you're 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 a match. You you're gonna get your shit sponsored. But for me, I'm have we charged on my record for the rest of my life. And why is that fair? You know? And it's the yeah. Saint Louis is just it definitely And I think that's part of the, the continuation. <clears throat> to the violence, you know, there's a war going on, and we want to address that. And as as long as we live that we want to address it, <clears throat> you're gonna have this conflict. You know, you got you got to me imposters playing the role of leaders in the black mm-hmm. community. This got the entire world saying Black Lives Matter. Whose Black matters? Your life matters. Now, Black Lives Matter movement was started was created to show the world that hey systematically black men are getting just eradicated more often than not by the hands of police 
It wasn't to say one life is superior to others. It wasn't to say my life means more than your life. It wasn't that. It was, as we see in Teddy's stories, you got pulled over and arrested for no reason and let go. <laughs> I got pulled over and arrested for no reason and I got a felony. <laughs> you know, like, that's not fair. And the message is getting lost in translation. And you have what we got today. People are just fed up. It's on you. They have a, they're healing over in that zone. Right on. <laughs> people are just fed up. And until you address the reason as to why people are fed up, you're going to continue these problems. Like, behind you. You want to make marijuana legal, but you don't want to address the they're fact that why is a grown ass man that doesn't do right drugs right. smoking weed? Why are you saying what stress is on this? You know, and we can talk about this all day. I want to, I want to ask one more question because I know we're running short on time. You say, and you told me, as my friend. Yeah, I know, right. And thank you for being on the show. <laughs> Show's over. Like, <laughs> we're saying goodbye. And, and now, word from our sponsors. <laughs> thank you for showing up. God bless you. Good night. <laughs> it's my last match. Cool. You walked out. You said, you said suck this and fuck that. Man. Have a good night. Fuck this motherfucker. That's not what we call it. I said, suck my dick. Did people laugh when you say what you say? You. Now, uh, my, my question, you tell me, and you've always communicated to me, that um, you have a mental disorder. You are ADHD. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You win them tunes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is true, I mean. Can you speak to that for a minute? And I, I, I ask that because as I have started to turn my life around, the one thing I had to do is start taking public transportation. And I've noticed that the bus is full of crazy motherfuckers. I told you, started like healing. Legit straight, mentally are not there. Yeah. I never took mental illness as a topic, a situation, or whatever, seriously. How serious is it? Um, uh, you want the cold hard truth? Yes. Serious enough that um, somebody's own mother could literally supposed to be leaving on a Friday to go down to her sister's house for the weekend and to say goodbye and then to somebody who's not even a blood family member and then get in their, their truck drive off and as soon as they round the corner they take their cell phone and they turn that motherfucker off basically throw it out the window and end up in uh, Fairfield in the seats in Quincy, Illinois and take all of their medication and pounds off a gallon of vodka and die. It's that serious man. It's like it's like serious. Now ADHD yes is mental mental health in a way but it's not like it's not it can cause some of the stuff like depression goes or anxiety and stuff, but it's it's more like basically just like it sucks. I deal with this shit every day. Depression sucks. Like no depression does suck. It's it sucks because it'll, like it'll it'll hold you you know down. It, it makes it almost like impossible to want to get up and do something for yourself. Well, out of bed and be motivated. to me, it's it's the it's a. Door key to laziness, and I don't say that in a bad way. I say that because 
you're just like i don't want to do this because i don't deserve it you know are you are you diagnosed depressed depression or are you just i am i'm diagnosed with depression anxiety adhd see i'm, I'm not diet i'm not diagnosed with depression i know i, I know i suffer from it i suffer from it for years but i've never see me growing up you weren't you mental illness was a topic you didn't talk about you know if you if your mom went right and you faked it till you made it Oh, yeah, you know. no, 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 no. Like, All right. I tell people, I tell all my friends, like, look, man, if you're having a bad day and you you getting these wild thoughts, I'm like, here, call me. My phone's always on. Wow, wow, wild thoughts. I get up at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, and if, if that means I got to crack open a Mountain Dew, roll up a J, sit down and talk with you for an hour, it's like, I'd rather do that than, you know, have to spend 30 minutes giving a eulogy because you, you know. I, I, I appreciate that, you know, and... I, I'm starting now to to understand, and I, I tell you what 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 triggered this was I was on a train, and a brother asked me for some for some spare change, and I got some silvers. And, and the first one I'm petty, so I gave myself and I kept to the quarter out. I'm like, no, I need the quarter. Oh yeah, no, I don't and, give the quarter. No, you, you got the quarter. Right, you, you know what I'm saying? It was that. But I, I had like four or five pennies in there, and he throws the pennies away. And I'm like, nigga, have to watch your motherfucking mind. Like, don't. <laughs> I mean, I can see where he's coming from. It's like, if you're homeless and you only got so much space, like pocket space, let's say, and maybe you just got like a small bag pack of some sort or some shit, like, I get it, but like, man, it all pays the same. Like, fuck it. If your life is in a situation to where you cannot afford to carry a penny, You made a bad decision somewhere. Yeah, you're talking. You said you throw a penny. I was like, no, man. I was like, what happens if you go to the store to pay cash and use one cent short and they're going to be like, man, sorry, I'm going to need that one penny. Can't do it. I was at Quick Trip. You're going to be mad. You're going to think you're reliving that moment. You chucked that penny out the bus window. I was at Quick and my total was 1101 and the man wouldn't float me a penny. That, that, that dude needs to needs to meet up with uh, with this gentleman. His name is uh, Will Bokeby's. Ah, uh, well, yeah, he he, he met Mabel. Yeah, well, he's yeah, but he's also related to this chick named Wilma. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mabel, Mabel took care of that though. She was like, I'll talk to him. <laughs> yeah, that was but that but I believe that was after he met Wilma and Will Bokeby's. Yes, it was. It was well after that. After yeah, he, he yeah. Damn <laughs> Yeah, you know, we, I, I don't play no games. Um, just a couple more quick, short questions. To go back to George Floyd, if you're dying, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just the way you word it, man. If you're dying, if you're dying, like and you, all I hear in my head is, man, he did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? You, you've told yourself, I give up. I'm going to die yourself as I do, don't do it. You're like, shut up. This is it. You get one word to say. Is that one word going to be mama? It, it damn well it might be. If like, if like, I know it's my Get off my word. show. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but I just told, I just told you it was a so yeah. You know, and, and, and I want to speak on it real quick. Hey, first of all, thank you for sharing that personal story. Um, I won't put your business out there like that. Um, that that is that I can't. I put it out there so that other people can see can see how I'm 
So it's a very, 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 very slowly healing from this pain, but it's like, I want people to know that, like, if, if you have, if you need to talk, like, it, it, it could be that you, you ain't got no money and you're hungry and it's cause you to be fit. Like, look, I'll take you to Subway, I'll get you for a long week and we can talk. I'm going to tell you, I am a different person when I have no money in my pocket. Uh, like, if I'm broke, you know what I mean? Like, that's one thing. You know, I ain't got no money, but I got money coming in. I got things working. But when I'm sitting on nothing, oh, man, that's, that's, right. you know. That's on nothing from nothing. Yeah, no, yeah, right. yeah. But, like, my depression comes from, it's, like, just frustrated. just, like, it's, it's almost like, like, a, like a sports team. When you lose, like, seven out of past eight games, <laughs> you just get tired of losing. Oh, yeah, yeah, and then you got like three or four hard games coming up that you know you're not going to win. It's like, you just sick and tired of being sick and tired. Yeah. And I, just that wears on you, man. And like you said, with everything, you know, money's not the root of all evil, but money is the driver of the car of evil, you know. And when, you, when life's not going well, when it rains, it pours. And right. money is in there somewhere, you know. So now you're depressed and broke, you know. It's like a good cheeseburger will cure any illness. But when you're depressed, you ain't got no money, so you can't get a cheeseburger. Yes, yeah, I would gladly pay tomorrow for a cheeseburger today. today. Yes. But what happens if tomorrow comes and you can't pay for yesterday's cheeseburger? Then you're fucked. Yeah, somebody will get robbed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just fucked that. I put the gun and smoke out there on the streets and like, fuck it. I was in the area where I knew people in the restaurant. I'm like, yo, brother, let me come wash your dishes. I'm like, what you want to eat? I'm like, shit. I can say from first-hand experience that if you are ever homeless, or we don't call them homeless on the show, we just call them less fortunate and disenfranchised and uh, free free of homeowner insurance. Yes, yes, yes. If you find yourself in one of those categories, find you your local Little Caesars and stand outside that back door closing. Because all the pieces, everything they have in those ovens oh, is getting thrown away. And they have to put them in the trash. That's the policy <clears> they have to. But I am, I'm, say it loud and proud, I have grabbed a pizza, fresh out of the trash, <laughs> excited to uh, to eat them up. Um, we're pretty much wrapping up the show. My engineer's got to run off now. Um, we're well past time, and he's got to fight off people at the door. Um what you heard was a spirited conversation amongst two friends. Um, but more importantly, you heard two guys, well, three guys actually, all have similar ideas, ideology. You know what I mean? We have to have, say, base uh, core thoughts when we're hanging out together. But the way we get here is completely different, you know. We got one individual that's frustrated. We got one that's so peaceful and nice. You got you know, an individual that's angry, you know. But you see the common will, the common want to, to like and love one another as friends and to come together and work together to make sure that we're going to be okay and we're going to win and we're going to succeed and, and to help each other and to move forward and be successful. And if three... <clears throat> depleted, decrepit, piece of shit motherfuckers can come together. I don't know the rest of us can't. You know, I think it's a lot to do with I don't want to say pride because 
you know, I'm a very proper person, you know, but I will say people fear what they don't understand and they hate what they can't conquer. So from a mentality of, I have to own this, I have to conquer this, I need to understand this. If you don't get your way, then you're going to have an attitude. And you come up against another individual with an attitude, you're going to get attitude. And that's the foundation of conflict. And that's what we said today in our society. All these mass shootings, all, all the just random acts of violence for no reason. You know, I don't trust Asians just as much as the next person, but I don't think it's cool to just go punch Asians. You know, there's a whole movement of stop Asian hate. <laughs> Is that necessary? You know, do we need to tell the entire nation, hey, it's not cool to go punch an 80-year-old Chinese woman? You know, <laughs> Chinese people did not make COVID, right? I don't know who's putting this out there. You know, learn from somebody. Reach one, teach one. We're not going to get better by getting worse. Like, it doesn't... This isn't a perfect circle. It doesn't fix itself. We have to come together and thrive as a machine. Or perish and fall. And let me be clear. The 1%, the upper echelon, the ones that don't give a fuck about none of us, the hell with your skin color, the hell with your sexual orientation, the hell with what you go to bed with at night, if you're not part of that crowd, you're fucked over and forgotten about anyway. You know? Hate is hate, no matter what. I'm not finna differentiate between hating this person but I like this person, you know? And we have a lot of fun on the show. We hate everybody. We are. We're misfits. But we're decent fucking people, you know? We've got love for the next man. we got compassion for the next man. If we see a kid that is shot in the head and the shoulder, we're not going to turn him away, no matter what color he is. If you're an individual that pulls in my driveway trying to find directions, I'm not going to gun you down. I might. <laughs> Don't pull in the relative's driveway. <laughs> You know, it's 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 time for all of us to take a long, hard look in the mirror. What have you done to make the situation better or worse? And this is one of those to do nothing is to do nothing. You can't say, oh, I ain't do nothing. And that flies. No. You're either doing something positive and being progressive or you're not. I'm in that, baby. I wear it long proud. I don't want any part of nothing negative no more. Not so on all my guns. I'm like, I'm like Dr. Dre. <laughs> like, right my, like I ain't got guns. What can you sort them all? <laughs> you think I give them away or something? Nah, I still got my shit. You know, you run up on me if you want to. You know, y'all are gonna make the news. But I'm not. You know, it's it's, it's gotta make it's gotta make sense. It's got to make sense, you know, it's, it's got to, you see there's a plan in play. You see that there is a course of action to eliminate a certain group of people in this country, in this planet. And ironically, I'm in that group of people. 
relatives in that group of people. I would almost venture to guess that 95% of my listeners are in that group of people. Real people. We are being eradicated. We are being exterminated. And as long as we keep falling into these propagandas, I hate you because your skin color. I hate you because you're this. I hate you because you go to bed with this type of person. I hate you because you got slanty eyes and you can't drive or you, you know, you listen to bad music. As long as we keep falling for those propaganda traps, there is a very good chance they're going to win and take us over. Look, I don't like Joe Biden. I think the man's a fake president that can't read. You know? I just That's just my personal opinion. I think he is um, not honest. I think that uh, if it wasn't for Obama ass fucking him on the weekend, we wouldn't even know who the fuck he was. With that said, that does not make me an automatic Trump supporter. It does not make me a person to be hated by one group or another group. That is my opinion. And I can have an opinion. I do think Donald Trump was a better president than Joe Biden and uh, Barack Obama. It's my opinion. I think all of them suck. I think they're all pre-picked. You know? I bring it up to say, moving forward, there is a line being drawn. Either for this administration or this administration. You're either on this side of the aisle or this side of the aisle. And one's going to fight the other one. Y'all better wake up. You're spending time focused on the wrong shit. You're focused on which motherfucker comes, which one person comes to the front door. And they're blowing up the back door. If you don't look in the mirror and say, what can I do? If we don't come together right now, we all will fall. There's been an uptick in religion recently. Everybody wants to go to church. Everybody wants to praise Jesus. Everybody wants to do this and do that. If that's for you, cool. I love God like the next man does. Don't force feed it down somebody's throat if they don't believe it like you believe it. If somebody has a different opinion than you, they're not wrong. Your Jesus is not right and the only one. There's parts of this planet that have never even heard of the Messiah, the Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the man who died on the cross for your sins. There's entire cultures that have no idea what you're talking about. Keep that in mind. We have to be compassionate to everybody, not just those we like, not just those we think they're cool. I just thought it was because they some fine ass bitch with some fat ass. <laughs> Everybody gets compassion. Except terrorists, pedophiles, and I still don't trust agents. <laughs> uh, I want to thank my special guest for coming on the show today. Um, he had to leave ab- abruptly. He is on baby duty and DJ duty and this studio duty and. Uh, yeah, and baby is awake right now, so. In 
literal duty. We're proud. We're thankful that it's him. Relative, you got anything you want to add on the closing? Uh, no, you're doing good. Hey, man, keep your head up, bro. You hear me? Came right forever. You know what I'm saying? If you need your boy, just give me a call. I'm always here. I appreciate that, my man. No problem, dog. No problem. I mean that. And to the rest of y'all, reach on Tejo, man. If you need somebody to talk to, talk to us. Because we're here. We're catching up like everybody else. But that don't make us no better. What makes us better is that we always going to fight. We always going to fight for what's right. I hope more people join us. Like my boy Lester Holt says, until next time, take care of yourselves and each other. Love you guys. I'm out. Peace.